What is up, my son? Let's summarize my Andronauts. In this video, we're going to talk about Joy Mode and their testosterone booster. In the past, I reviewed their Joy Mode sexual performance booster, which is more like a nitric oxide booster for erections, as well as the testosterone booster. So let's analyze the ingredients and see if it's even a good supplement or not. Right, so here's the article I wrote about it, and the link will be in the description for you guys to check out. And uh, let's see, the ingredients of the supplement is basically ZMA, or just zinc magnesium. It doesn't contain the vitamin B6 because it's been shown that vitamin B6 doesn't help with the retention of zinc and magnesium. So I guess that's why they didn't add the vitamin B6. And also they add in ashwagandha at a nice 700 milligrams, a DIM at 100 milligrams, and then boron citrate. So you can basically just imagine what's going to happen here. Ashwagandha has been shown to increase testosterone, DIM is for the estrogen management, and then bow rollers to increase free testosterone. And they added 200 milligrams, yielding 10 milligrams of bow rock, 10 metal bow rock. Right, so let's dive in into each individual ingredient to see like how effective it is and if you know the supplement's even worth your money. And if there might actually be ingredients in here that's not as good that might actually harm you. Right, so the first one is zinc. I've talked about zinc a lot before. Low levels of zinc in the body lead to low testosterone, high estrogen, very high testosterone to estrogen, sorry, very low testosterone to estrogen ratio, low DHT, high 3-alpha diol, which is a weak DHT metabolite, and an awful DHT to 3-alpha diol ratio. So this means that you're on a very low androgenic state and then a very high estrogenic state. So you can see DHT being very low, 3-alpha diol being very high, estrogen being high, and they didn't show testosterone on this graph here, but testosterone was basically the same range as the DHT. And then similarly, eating a low zinc diet can significantly drop your testosterone. I'm not going to go specifically into the details, but in this group, they went from 12.5 milligrams of zinc to 4.2 to 5.6 milligrams per day of zinc. So as you can see in this, this graph here, how testosterone dropped basically from 1,150 down to 300 nanograms per deciliter just by like halving their zinc intake. So zinc is extremely important for maintaining high levels of testosterone. And then also supplementing zinc can double your testosterone. So in the elderly, these guys were consuming about 7.6 milligrams of zinc daily. It's below the RDA of 11 milligrams. So it's basically 69% of the RDA. And they were supplemented 30 milligrams of zinc gluconate a day. And over six months, their testosterone doubled. You can see it went from 8 to 16. So it was 240 nanograms per deciliter to 460. So it wasn't like phenomenal results but it was still like doubling of testosterone and zinc is just one of the important nutrients that helps to increase your testosterone so zinc can definitely help but you need so many more other ingredients nutrients for testosterone optimization also and then we talk about dhd um another study showed that 240 milligrams of zinc daily increased testosterone by nearly 200 nanograms per deciliter and dhd also increased a lot here you can see uh, testosterone went from 350 to 540 and DHT went from 38 to 50. So it's not a bad increase. All right, and then zinc increases testosterone mainly by being a cofactor for the enzyme 17-beta-hydroxy steroid dehydrogenase, which converts androstene dion to testosterone. So that final step in testosterone production, it inhibits aromatase, it lowers excessive uh, cortisol, it lowers prolactin, increases dopamine, improves your thyroid function, lowers inflammation, improves insulin sensitivity, and increases uncarboxylated osteocalcin, which in its hormonally active form stimulates testosterone production. So that's where zinc. Zinc is definitely very important, and that's why almost all testosterone boosters contain zinc. Right, the ultramagnesium, 
there's definitely a, porn, a positive correlation between magnesium levels in the body and testosterone. As you can see in this graph, it's not like massive, but there's definitely like a strong correlation. And uh, so also there's multiple studies showing that zinc supplement, sorry, magnesium supplementation can increase testosterone levels. And then this one study in athletes, they combined like either the placebo, they had exercise and magnesium and then exercise without magnesium. And you can see like the exercise alone was effective at increasing testosterone, but the exercise and magnesium had the biggest increase in testosterone. So magnesium supplementation can increase testosterone. And the last study I would like to point out is that when they supplemented ZMA, 30 milligrams of zinc, 450 milligrams of magnesium, and 10 milligrams of B6, they experienced a drastic increase in testosterone by about 184 nanograms per deciliter over eight weeks, which is really good. So you can see the ZMA, quite a big boost, going to almost like 800 here, and free testosterone increased. The, the, the placebo group actually de had a decrease in testosterone and free testosterone. So this ZMA study, they found a big increase. Now, I would like to point out that not all studies show that ZMA increases testosterone. And I will post another video on that coming soon, but I did write an article on it. So if you want to go read that on my blog. So here's six ways how magnesium can increase testosterone by lowering gut inflammation, preventing leaky gut, increases ATP production as there's a very positive correlation between ATP and testosterone. It improves insulin sensitivity, lowers access cortisol, improves thyroid hormone production, activates vitamin D, so vitamin D activation requires magnesium, and also activates vitamin B1. And vitamin B1 can actually also help to increase ATP, but also testosterone production. So article for magnesium on boosting testosterone will be linked in this article, if you want to check that out as well. So the other ingredient is magnesium. Magnesium is a very common ingredient that you will find in almost all testosterone boosters as well. And there's about three studies discussing, like, uh, the, investigating the effects of ashwagandha on testosterone. So here they had one study, 600 milligrams of ashwagandha, providing 21 milligrams of the withanolide glycoside. And so in this study, they experienced uh, their salivary DHEA increased by 18% and testosterone by 14.7%. So this is salivary testosterone. This is not serum levels of testosterone. And 14.7% might seem like a big deal, but if you look at the actual numbers, it only went from 330 to 370. So it's an increase in salivary uh, testosterone, which might indicate that your body is doing better. Anyway, so that's the first study. The second study looked at 300 milligrams twice a daily of the NK677 extract. Their testosterone went up by basically 75, 73 nanograms per deciliter from 402 to 475. And then study three used also KSM, KSM66, the same dose, and their testosterone went up from 630 to 727. So it's almost like a 100-point increase, and these were in resistant-trained beginners, right? So there's almost like a 96 nanogram per deciliter increase. So here's a summary of the two studies. You can see that both the MK677 <laughs> the KSM66 increased testosterone. So ashwagandha can definitely help to increase your testosterone. It's probably not the best, but it can give you a boost. You will not expect to go super physiological levels. It not will not be like you're going on steroids, but ashwagandha is in general a good herb that when you use it, you will feel it, will make you more stress resilient, might help to improve your sleep quality, like good stuff that you actually want. Right, so in summary, you can expect about a 70 to 100 nanograms per deciliter increase from the ashwagandha. You know, it's something. 
And uh, in humans, like it can help to increase your subjective perception of uh, sexual well-being. So it does improve the libido and sexual function, help with erections. And in animals, it does have anti-anxiety and anti-stress benefits and improve sexual function since stress causes sexual dysfunction. So in animals, it's been found to uh, found effective in stress-induced sexual dysfunction in rats. So it does have benefits. All right, so the other one is DIM. So I think this is a big misconception that DIM is really helpful for detoxifying estrogen and that you want to be consuming DIM to uh, get you out of a hyperestrogenic state. Right, so I did an article on this to go much more in-depth, so here is just one of the summaries. Right, so there's, there's only literally one uh, human study, this is in women with breast cancer, that used DIM that looked on actual estradiol levels. So people use DIM because it's an aromatized inhibitor, so it's supposed to lower your estrogen. But you can see in this study, and at least in women, estradiol went up and estrone went down. There was another human study in men that didn't show the actual numbers, but they found that testosterone and estrogen didn't decrease when they use DIM. And the actual reason why DIM might actually be helpful is because it alters the metabolism of estrogen, right? So here you can see like in this graph, you have anti-estrogen-like estrogen metabolites, and then you have estrogen-like metabolites of estrogen. So here you have the estrone and estradiol. So estradiol is always the strongest one, estrol is a much weaker one. So if you go to the top, it will be uh, even less estrogenic, so it's almost like anti-estrogenic. And then if it goes below, you will see it's more estrogenic. So estradiol going to this 2-hydroxyestradiol or 2-hydroxyestrone. These are like supposedly anti-estrogens. But when it goes to the 16-alpha-hydroxyestrone or 4-hydroxyestrogens, it's like more estrogenic. Right, so it's this bicyclic ratio between the 2-hydroxyestrone and the 16-alpha-hydroxyestrone that people look at that ratio to determine like how estrogenic you actually are. And what DIM has been shown to do is to modulate this ratio, supposedly increase the 2-hydroxyestrone and lower 16-alpha-hydroxyestrone. So it technically helps to get you out of a hyperestrogenic state by altering this ratio. It reduces the estrogenic compound and it increases the anti-estrogenic compound. So supposedly it might help against estrogenic symptoms without actually modulating the total amount of estradiol or estrone that you actually have. But there are side effects to DIM. It can actually inhibit the androgen receptor. It can directly activate the estrogen receptor as well. And it increases sexual binding globulin, thus lowering free testosterone. So like they tend to use DIM as an anti-cancer compound for women with breast cancer or like other cancers and in men with prostate cancer. There's one study in men with prostate cancer and using DIM hasn't been shown to be helpful at all. The same with women, like even though it alters that ratio, it hasn't actually been shown to improve the outcomes of the treatment. So it's kind of like bombers, like, okay, does this ratio like really matter? I don't know. Um, some, there, there's some positive reviews, but then you have to stick to like 100 milligrams, which is what people say online. And most products actually contain 300 to 400 milligrams. And even the studies use 300 to 400 milligrams to really alter the ratio. If you use a really low dose at 100 milligrams, like that effect of altering the ratio is going to be really small. And so I don't think that, I don't really like this ingredient. It's not effective. It doesn't lower estrogen. It doesn't really help with the detoxification of estrogen. If you're primarily using DIM for improving estrogen balance, this is not the best supplement to do it. Plus it can have other side effects as well. So I'm not really a fan of using DIM at all.
Right, onto Boron. Most people know Boron for increasing free testosterone, and yes, it can do that quite effectively. Here you can see there was a good study, it was only seven days long, but uh, testosterone actually went from 260 nanograms per deciliter to 330 nanograms per deciliter. So it was a decent boost. And their DHT, uh, sorry, it wasn't DHT on the study, but it actually increased DHT as well. But free testosterone went up quite a bit from like 9.5 to 15, right? So it's a really nice boost jump in the free testosterone and also the free testosterone to testosterone ratio here. Really good. And uh, so you can see the study that actually men also experienced the increase in testosterone when they used Boron. So it, the boost wasn't like massive for everyone, except this one guy, um, but it can help to increase your testosterone for whatever specific mechanism. Maybe it's by increasing glutathione, helping to increase magnesium and calcium absorption, whatever the case may be. So this is the summary. Um, although this is not a bad product, it's not the best. You can definitely notice adaptogenic and androgenic effects because of the ingredients is good in it, like the boron, the zinc, magnesium, ashwagandha. But will it be significant? You know, I'd say there are better products out there, but this one isn't bad. Is it the best for increasing your testosterone, free testosterone? Yeah, it's not bad, right? But I don't like their deceitful marketing. Here's what they say. Like research-backed doses of ashwagandha Magnesium, zinc, DIM, boron. So they literally say that other brands do not contain these ingredients. Like, are you kidding me? Ashwagandha, magnesium, zinc, and boron is the like the most used ingredients in all testosterone boosters, which is nuts. So anyway, I, I just despise their fake marketing. They say they have unique and special ingredients that other products don't have. This is just like, it's honestly just a common supplement that you will find these ingredients in most other supplements. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful. It's not a bad product to use, but it's also not unique. Most other products contain the same ingredients. So it's up to you if you want to use it. Will you feel it? Yes. Will it enhance your weightlifting gains? Probably. So maybe give it a shot and let me know in the comments below how you like them. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.